Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Hey, everybody. Special extra issue, a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Badness. I'm Kaylin. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. <laughs> why did I get so confused again? <laughs> now uh, that Clark's not here. Are you not the 616, Adam? Is that why? <laughs> Oops. I'm Brent Wingate. <laughs> You're Doctor Strange. Uh, yes, we are talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, this is a podcast that is spoiler-filled, so if you haven't seen it, don't listen to this unless you want a shitload of spoilers. But if you're looking for a reason to go see the movie, <laughs> even though you probably already saw it, MCU's multiverse blows wide open as Doctor Strange seeks to keep America Chavez protected from a mysterious growing evil that seeks to gain access to her powers. Um, now... Does that does that excite you? Oh, I want to hear more. <laughs> more, okay. Yeah, let's go see it again. Well, let's get deeper. Multiverse of Madness finds us in the MCU present time with living MacGuffin America Chavez attempting to escape the clutches of an evil force that wants to use her power. But is it evil? She keeps saying she's not a monster. She's a mother, goddammit. Of course, by she, I mean Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch, who's been possessed by the Darkhold, attempting to reunite with her made-up kids and still grieving about her dead robot husband. I really hope you watched WandaVision before this movie. <laughs> Strange is also trying to move on with life after being snapped or whatever, and Christine Palmer's back, too. Wong is still Sorcerer Supreme, training students in Comertage. We then get two hours of set pieces, self-masturbatory director sequences, mentor minty bonding, the confirmation of the MCU as the live-action 616, superhero death on the scale of The Boys or Invincible, paint universes, and Wanda-serving cunt all day, every day. The movie wraps with America finding control of her powers and continuing studies at Comertage, Strange infected by the Darkhold, Wong further situated as the Sorcerer Supreme, Carl Moto trapped in a ditch, and the seeming death of Wanda, albeit Earth-838 Wanda and twins, are only a star punch away. Carl. Carl. <laughs> are we saying star punch for sex now? Because I love that. Love that. Move over, finger bang. Star yeah. punch is I'm where it's star at. punching now. <laughs> uh, before we actually talk about the movie, yeah. what's the stupidest line in the movie? Oh, this is so, this is so tough. There's it, so it, many There's a lot ones. of them. There's, Ryan, do you want to sing it? No, this, this <laughs> is all you, baby. Wait, wait. I love ice cream. <laughs> it's really good. It, what the fuck was that? Scene? Okay, okay. We'll Eight-year-old Ryan was singing that fucking. Did you ever call your fucking parents over to sing about eating ice cream? Yeah, I look. There's a part of that that I really believe. Normal that, people that do. Seems, that seems real. Seems cute. But I also believe it should not be on film. And <laughs> and also, I think those kids were slightly too old to be that childish. That I Is agree that, with. They were like 14. Yeah. Because what? WandaVision no, was like... 14. Their voices haven't dropped yet. They haven't gone through puberty. All right. I'm not checking up on them like you are. Yeah, but... You're the one know. who's saying that they're 14. They <laughs> cast uh, older, so they were definitely 14. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what was your stupidest line? Uh... Steven, are you are you happy? I think over and over again. I liked it the first time, but like that the fact that it was a through line throughout the movie. See, I loved it. I, <laughs> I you, loved that. Did you really? I was like, yeah, is he happy? Let's let's I don't dive care. deep. Yeah. I don't care. I think did it dive deep though. No, sorry. I think it We're talking about stupid lines. No, there was a lot of open kind of but boy did they hammer the head on did you hear it? Did you hear this thing? Is that this is the character development that's happening right now? Did you hear it? Uh, I could do this all day. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my, I mean, mine will, it's from the trailer, but Viz had his theories will always be something <laughs> I will say to anyone who is asking me a question I don't care about. Um, Viz has his But theories. then obviously the most, the, the craziest one, which was Sam Raimi or some monkey on a typewriter <laughs> just being, go back to hell. 
<laughs> that was tough. Back yeah, that was very tough. tough. Why you just she just lit an urn for no reason? <laughs> had a she knew to do that too. Yeah. yeah, that was tough. Yours, Adam? Uh, mine was um, protect you from what? The souls of the damned. And it was like they, we've never talked about this at all. What? This entire movie. Why are you saying this? You now? know, there's ghosts that come out. What? <laughs> but only if you use the dark hole, a dead body to dreamwalk, not a regular body, because. They're the same thing, but that's bad. Well, here's the thing. I don't mind it in the context of Doctor Strange as the character, but they did very little in the MCU to bring it to that Undead, because yeah. all the all the really arcane, like very like necromancy stuff. I mean, Doctor Strange is essentially a necromancer. Yeah, it's a given. Yeah, yeah but like they haven't established that too right. much in yeah. in the MCU. But I went with it. I didn't mind it. it I like because we we got to see a cape made of of like dead ghosts or like corpses. It was great. Oh, I love the whole, that. don't get me wrong. The we'll sequence that. was. Oh no, yeah. Wait, the other my runner up was <laughs> really Doctor Strange or whatever the <laughs> yeah. fuck those stupid oh, demons yeah. say. <laughs> the souls of the damned. What's are your last name, <laughs> Steven? You're, you're, it's strange. Yeah. It's in the title. Yeah, cutscene ass fucking demons. <laughs> um, so it sounds like we loved it. Let's talk about this in twenty <laughs> words or less. What's your overall impression? Brent, do you want to start? Sure. Uh, it feels like it has really good bones, and then all of the meat is... And turned Sam, into a cape. Sam, Sam Raimi's... <laughs> yeah. No, the bones are the cape. Uh, is Sam Raimi's uh, garbage. So I had the opposite reaction because I was worried that it was going to be too Sam Raimi-esque. And, and was. it was. And I, and, and I realized I actually loved Love that Sam because... Raimi, yeah. Because it deviated so much from the Marvel house style, mm-hmm. yet still being a really important movie in Marvel canon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just had I had I had fun. I had fun. Fast movie MCU Illuminati. <laughs> whore, whore, whore at the end. <laughs> horror new, or horror? Is that the new Jay Z Beyonce single? <laughs> I, I would listen to that. Whore, whore, whore. No, yeah. Illuminati. Uh, yeah. It's amazing that Charlie's the wrong god. Whore, whore, whore. First of all, I'm <laughs> actually upset at all four of us that no one mentioned for stupidest line, Aluma what? Oh, that is the stupidest oh, line. You're right. Fuck. What the fuck? Does Doctor Strange not know the word Illuminati? He's an MD and a fucking flusherer. He, he's a brilliant person. He's never heard that. Aluma, Aluma what? Aluma what? Um, now I'm pissed. Did I... Was it a bad movie? Yeah, I was just like for nonstop. It's like, was it a bad movie? Absolutely. Did I love it? Also true. Like... <laughs> Yeah, I think to your point, I'm like, having watched Raimi as a kid, it was like, oh, great. This is just watching like fucking- He dragged you to hell and you stayed there. Drag you to hell, all this sort of shit. And I was like, all right, this makes more sense. It was Spider-Man 3, but good. (laughs) Yeah. So so this film just fucking hits the ground running, though. Like, it it does the Marvel thing, and then it goes, and then they're literally running. They're literally running, looking for the Book of Ashanti, yeah. The entire time. So that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the character turns maybe were abrupt. They were. And also, there were too many MacGuffins. I mean, I know you Mm -hmm. joked about America Chavez being a human MacGuffin. But then you had the Book of Ashanti. You had the, the Dark Hold. I was like, girl. I love Ashanti. Oh, she's great. You know, <laughs> underrated. Underrated. Because she's real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, one, one other major pro for me on that point is that it didn't follow the model because of Wanda being the villain. It didn't follow the model that I ended up hating. And like, even though I loved um, Ragnar. Yeah, it was just Ragnarok. Uh, was the like every MCU movie always finds its way, or most superhero movies find their way to split the hero, split the villain, and have them both go on stupid journeys where they don't interact until the third act. And what I really enjoyed about this 
is that there was so much crossover between the heroes and the action sequences. And I think to that exact point, that's why, again, I, I would say it's not a critically good movie, but boy, was I entertained the whole time because it really took a lot more risks than a typical movie three-act setup would do. So I was really happy with that, considering how much I didn't like, I'm pointing at Brent, didn't like Doctor Strange for following so much of a normal model, except for... You mean the original Doctor Strange, the first Doctor Strange. I loved, I thought about this after the movie, is, you know, this movie followed the Batman, which is the last big superhero movie that came out this year. And I love that, like, both these movies could, I know they're not in the same universe or the same company, but both these movies can exist and both can be super entertaining. The Batman is very realistic. It's very, you know, plays it straight as much as possible, even though it has a sense of humor. And this is just balls to the wall, like histrionic, maybe almost to a fault. Uh, but that the fact that they both can exist is great. Mm-hmm. Brent, what did you I like? I don't about feel like this movie? is balls to the wall. Like when you look at something like everything, everywhere, all at once, you get a sense of like this is really nuts. Things are going crazy. This felt like. You know, Disney allowed some risk in, you know, the way the storytelling is done, which I'm a fan of, but that it's con- it's it's still too contained that there's a part of it that it's like, yeah, we took calculated risks where the most you saw that was kind of wacky was them entering the what if universe or entering paint world mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Otherwise, it's pretty similar to every other story well, I, but do you, oh, I think everyone would agree we could have used more multiverse just in general yeah. i want to see more i want them hanging out in more worlds see more not enough weird, madness and not not nearly enough madness either no but it's i would have liked to see go to a whole pizza world go or, back or to, like they go to broccoli world or whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah no pizza there yeah, yeah. see it's I, yeah i i think it just would have been a lot better and people were expecting that and i think people were expecting those cameos to come through in these other worlds that they were popping into and we just didn't see it. I yeah. do. I mean, yeah, I think from a plotting, pacing, and sensibility standpoint, I actually think it's better that they did contain it. What I do hate is that it's literally called the Multiverse of Madness. And except for maybe 20, not, not even, like a five-minute sequence of them blurring through all those worlds, they were only in 838-616, and then that was basically it, right? Um, and then... Uh, right. and then, oh, and then the then whatever the um, Illuminati world is. No, Illuminati world was, was eight. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. so no, it no. really was like when. I, but I appreciate that it allowed them to have the characters and story breathe. Yeah, but I do think it kind of the but, advertising was so, the shattered so world. So, conven- third one. so convenient that uh, America got shot to six one six where <laughs> the main villain was, and then also they got shot to eight three eight where the Illuminati was. Yeah. Whoosh! What? Yeah. A, what a relief! Like for Wanda time. couldn't have controlled that. <laughs> I do think the big, I don't know at this point. The biggest problem with the movie, and I say this as somebody who really, really enjoyed it, is not the movie itself. It's all the promotional stuff around yeah. it, the teasers, the trailers, all that stuff. They didn't need to show anything about the Illuminati. They I should have know. just. I would have lived. You're so right. Because with No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home, which is the precursor to this film, like they kept uh, both Toby and Andrew Garfield like mm-hmm. under wraps. Like, yeah, there were rumors yep. about it, but they didn't put it anywhere in wow. the in the teasers or anything. There so are so it many happened, memes about like uh, the difference between Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire that Andrew Garfield would he'd be like, "Hey, are you in the new Spider Man movie?" And he's like, uh, uh, "No, I'm not. I'm definitely not. There's no way I'm in that movie." He was like, "But so, yeah, Toby Maguire, you'd run into him in the park, and he's like, I'm in Spider Man, by the way." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think that for this movie, I'd really I, I there are camp elements that I really enjoy, and I love the horror that's brought. Like the second that 
the non-Shuma Gorath gets fucking pierced in the eyeball. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. That was great. Yeah, because it sets a certain tone. Uh, the the campiness of Doctor Strange puppeting his own dead corpse yeah. in order to do shit. I think that's great. Yeah, but I would rather that that camp stuff come through America Chavez so that she acts oh, this like really this like her. If she can't actually control her power, make it so that she can't control her power. Have her fall through dimensions constantly, move us through more worlds in ways that are like, I don't want it to build to the fucking punchline that you had this power in you all along. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather her be this contrast to Strange who's taking himself seriously so that by the end he's thinking more creatively. He's being a little bit more ridiculous in order to beat Wanda. I was I had recently thought about that this movie made me feel a lot like the way of Ten Deaths of Wolverine, and okay. the fact that well because of like I'll go on this you journey. think about because you think about how they took <laughs> think of Car- Wanda's character like and I I really am glad that they flipped her. You mean like Moira? Yeah, exactly. Like there's it was it was so bad shit by the end that i'm like this isn't good but i want to keep reading because i'm just like what the fuck is happening okay we'll talk about the same Ramey stuff but was her turn too abrupt i don't think it was i i actually really liked it and i was actually moira is not who i thought of i thought of madeline Pryor. yeah every time i was seeing her because it's like she wants her kid she's like a woman scorned yeah. you know but for a different reason and I, she's also being possessed too though like I think, but the they did not double People down think, on that enough well, yeah it makes me go back uh, to WandaVision in you know a show that I really really enjoyed but like was sort of disappointed by the finale it makes me like the finale a lot more because the thing that one of the things that really bothered me about that finale was Monica Rambeau basically absolving yeah. Wanda of her sins yeah. mm-hmm. and everything being like oh okay now she's like let the people of West Westview West, yeah, Westview, Westview. Westview um, like alone and she's kind of doing like, her own thing fine. and then there's the coda <laughs> you know at the end where she's like both Billy and Tommy are talking through her from another universe mm-hmm. Uh, of like you know trying to get Wanda back and she's got I the like ice cream <laughs> oh my god <laughs> fucking kiss ice cream. but then she's got the dark hold so like all of it worked really well and when they originally announced that she was going to be in multiverse of madness I thought oh she's going to be the villain but the nice thing uh, that they did with the teasers was they didn't they didn't show that I um, agree and I think that was good the so the part. turn the turn Clint. when when uh, Stevens in the orchard yes. talking to her and then like she turned I was like okay that, I'm 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 invested that was I'm here. very sad satisfying when she mentions America and in my head I'm thinking wait, wait he didn't touch she, I wait, literally yeah. did what you're she, as smart as Dr. Strange yeah, yeah. <laughs> although I probably would have interrupted her sooner uh, but Brent America what America what yeah yeah Brent, Brent doesn't know what Illuminati means um, yeah uh, so then she after that she goes on a killing spree at Comertage but, how do you think that they advertise like we got to get new wizards here 90% of our staff was just killed by a crazy witch. And so they had Would some, you like to come to Comrade So they had some on-site <laughs> staff, some right? They had on-site staff and then they outsourced to what oh, was the, it? There was the British the team yeah, and, and then the I think was, it was China. Yeah. Yeah. Um but only like a couple came. So like are there no, Only like three or four thought this was important enough. Yeah. <laughs> Um and that and that's uh, leadership on Wong's part that I'd like to talk about yeah. a little bit. <laughs> um no, no, no. It's, also constantly demanding people bow to him. It's It was kind of strange that they're like, we're here, you know, in Hogwarts or whatever. And <laughs> like they, they did want us to know a little bit about this place more than we actually kind of knew. I wonder if they're doing... It's abrupt. Well, I wonder if they're even doing an effort, because I found it fascinating. And, you know, we already had Baron Mordo left over from the first... The 616 Mordo left over. 
And it did feel like, cause they brought back one of the guys, um, from the last movie and then they added the bull and then they also added guy. the woman who died. Yeah. Um, but like, it is funny cause I'm like, is there going to be an MCU TV show about them at Carmitage? Cause there was so much more of like, here's Keeping the up with Carmitage. Let's talk about it. Like, <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, this is the problem with comic book universes, not just the MCU yeah. is like. You do these things and then you just kind of like have them there because you need them for the plot. Right. I was just thinking yeah, about right. Shang-Chi and then like that like secret society of all those sorcerers yeah. too. And I was like, I was like, oh, that'd be cool if they brought them in because you yeah, had Wong right. talking to both Shang-Chi and cool. yeah, uh, at the end of his movie. So, but obviously I do. Didn't. I will say I really liked uh, that they continued to use Wong a lot. Like Wong, what I really liked about this movie also is that it's a very ensemble film. Yeah. And like that was, I mean, even writing the recap, I was like, well, yeah, Doctor Strange was in it, but kind of just kind of hovered around like his what, what was kind of weird is like who's it really was more Wanda's story than anyone else because like everyone else kind of had these journeys, but like. They were all in Syria, ancillary to Wanda's like obviously ultimate demise. Do you think that the justification for Wanda, the motivation for Wanda of like finding her kids, holds enough weight for her actions? Like, do you feel like that's compelling enough? Because I could see like eight different ways she could solve this problem. I know, without even being a still bitch, utilizing yeah. America Chavez. Uh- uh, you're looking for a rational thought, and I don't think she's a rational person right now. They yeah. needed to, I think to your point earlier, they really needed to triple down on the fact that the Darkhold, that in, they, they tried to do it because they talked so much about how the Darkhold fucked with other universes, Stevens. Yeah. They didn't connect the dots enough. Cause they, and they never had like a thing of like, Wanda, it's the Darkhold. You got to, like, they needed to clap, collapse over that a little bit more because I do think the best example was where like she literally was like, even if America got her to a universe. Yeah where like maybe the mom had died and the sons were still alive, she still had that obsession where she's like, well, if I could go get a cure to any disease anywhere well, else, what if I'll they take get it. sick? Like uh, she had lost her mind. You know, yeah. that's, that's actually reasonable. And also, I mean, I, I think a lot of people who are saying, oh my God, this is a character assassination, blah, blah, blah. No. She was the villain in WandaVision. She was. I mean, I know it was yeah. Agatha all along, but it was like, she's the one who did this. She fucking right. subjugated a bunch of people, took away their free will, and recreated this like sitcom hell for all of she's them. She's also yeah. the great pretender of the comic book, so let's not act like she magically didn't do bad. Like this, oh, char- It's built for the she's character. She's been terrible in the comics for so many years. I yeah. don't want to, you know lay on years of misogyny to this but her name in- includes the word witch <laughs> she's she is a villain i the, well no but that was like i think there is not, a, but not until like recent memory in the comics well i was gonna say though it's very obvious that they were well, trying to true, settle no, down into the scarlet i agree that there's probably some degree of i'm really glad america was in it because there's sadly she was more of like i'm the learning like girl and then there was christine who was the wife and then there like she is the it is misogynistic in a way that it's like Oh, this villain's only upset about her kids, and like yeah. she can't control her powers because she's crazy. Like, and, and it's a little fucked up that Doctor Strange has to help all these women <laughs> figure yeah. their shit. Out. But at the end, a woman's helping him. So, hey, why don't you go to hell? <laughs> so maybe this is a horrifying implication. But do you think that okay? So she wants to go to different universes where she can be the mother for her shitty children. Mm-hmm. Do you think Ice that cream. in those universes they are also the product of her mind? That I did have that's that question. What I wonder. Mm. Yeah, I do. I do think that. And Who's, I think where's the daddy. And where's, where's yeah? Where's Vision? Maybe Vision she, had she might have had IV. Was it IVF? Is that how it works? Yeah, like, she might have yeah. just had a baby. Robot yes. IVF. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, there's tons of ways to have a child if you're a single mom. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, let's not comment on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially right um, now. 
Yeah, I don't have anything. Uh, let's talk about the Raimi-isms. Let's get into it. It's Sam Raimi's obviously a very divisive force on this the movie. You've got uh, Evil Dead flying cameras. You've got the Spider-Man 2 opening, basically. You've got these ridiculous punchlines and constant fucking face-front views of people's eyes. Oh, what did you guys think? Did Sam help or hurt this production? I think with this, he went a little bit too ham. I think a dabble do ya. And he and he went a little bit too much, especially at the tail end when when we start to get uh, when she starts uh, mind walking or what's it called dream walking dream walking, dream walking. Um, when she starts doing that it's really Sam Raimi's movie the rest of the movie because mm-hmm. it every every horror element gets cranked up we hear these sound things with every that become a little bit jarring and you can see it kind of in all the inspiration I. I think it could have been dialed back a little bit, personally. For I don't mean I don't disagree with you, but uh, we've long had this conversation on this podcast about like the Marvel house style mm-hmm. versus the DC auteur style, and I'm just happy that more of the auteur style is coming into the MCU, a universe that has now existed for what 14 years. Um, so, yes, he went overboard. But I would rather have seen that than a very boring, tempered version, very like just house style version. So, well, we're not going to be happy either way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happier this way. Why do you think though. we have this podcast? Yeah. So we can just bitch all the time. Are, yeah. are you happy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well I, I mean, I just wish he knew that you don't have to put the camera at an angle for every shot. <laughs> I know. That fucking Dutch angle. Look, I went into this movie being more excited than any of you yeah. by a wide margin. And why is that, Brent? That's, that's not tell, the, tell the listeners. Because why. I love Doctor Strange number one. Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> I don't see why you're mad about it. <laughs> uh, because I've been harassed and harangued, and I wanted a movie that would prove that it's great, but now I hate it. <laughs> but but the movie just... And we love it. There's so many things about it just wear me down. And I think the Dutch angle at every opportunity... Yeah. I think I really lost my shit when it was the POV from anything. Like when Wanda is watching Ooh. Wanda, where it's like following along the banisters. It, it feels like a movie that was like made in 1988. That's the whole... Well, well, it yeah. feels like a time gone. Yeah. A little bit. I think that's why I kind of like the... The fact that it felt like a relic. Yeah. Because if you read the original Doctor Strange comics, Steve Ditko was the creator. He was the artist. And he had a very specific style and a very specific perspective. And this sort of askew way of looking at it, like that's not quite reality or not quite realistic. Yeah. I, I sort of enjoyed that. But it's also, but I would also say that it, like what I mean is uh, that's Sam Raimi to a T. Like I think the pro, like the, why it felt like the 1980s, because that's exactly what all of his shit looked like in the 1980s. So yeah. it was like a weird, the whole movie in a positive way of breaking the Marvel style, which I loved, yeah. was also met with like, unless you're like nostalgically yeah. feeling f- like I literally like laughed and lost my mind the entire time knowing how bad it was and being like, <laughs> he's just doing this shit. Like, fuck this self-indulgent asshole, but also kudos to this bitch for doing an MCU movie. Like, who's like, I'm just gonna do all the shit that I used to do in all my movies. It, you know what? It reminds me a little bit of, like, right now, the initial reactions, a lot, some of them are negative. It's Batman Returns. There was a lot of initial, like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? And over the years, people look back and like, this is a fucking autor, aut- autorial genius because it doesn't completely make sense. It's a lot I don't of know if I logic. That far, yeah. <laughs> Batman Returns is fucking no, 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 genius. That, what I'm saying yeah. is this. Do you think it, that, it may or may do not? Do you think that uh, people will look back on the music note fight and think this is autor genius? I think, I think that specifically. Is- oh, Ryan, your microphone cut out. Why no. did why did you? I don't know. You I, didn't it do just happened. 
Yeah, you're making a point, Ryan. Um, I just think that that is only set up for a Disney park ride that they're about to make. Uh, and the, so they're just <laughs> – it was nonsense. But I, 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 looking at it more, I was kind of – what do you think, Ryan? Okay. Um, sorry, it looks like we're having some – Just yeah. keep talking. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what were you saying, Ryan? Um, but yeah, so I think the music fight was a little over the top, but I think it ultimately kind of worked at the end. Um, and I, what what do you say? I okay. I enjoyed it. I can see people really really not liking that at all, and like I just think it went a little too far, and it's like it didn't make sense why he did it. But again, it was just one of those like Raimi flourishes that I was like, I'm just gonna go with it. It's like it made me smile. It made me laugh. Like is it's like the movie didn't take itself seriously at all. Well, there are certain elements of that that I think actually worked. Like when they drank the tea, and they're at this kind of old school distorted. Um, you know, vision, and they just kind of hold this weird, fuzzy angle. I kind of like that. It, yeah, no, no, that's what like the when it when it hit, it hit. Like it was like a it was very eighties, very nineties, even early two thousands. Like there were so many sequences that I was like, this is just the shit I used to watch, and I haven't seen it in so long because we've gotten so used to the way movies are made right now that I was like, oh, I I love this, but I'm also to the point that you were making, Brent, of like, this is garbage, Mama. Like it's so it, this is just nostalgic bullshit, but I'm also still. Was like this is awesome. I love it. Um, I think overall it did really generally work for me. But like I do agree even with like you right. Like we were talking about Drag Me to Hell. Like Drag Me to Hell at least was like a evolution of the Sam Raimi style. Like I think there was a it was still like slapstick comedy horror yeah. what have you. But again, the fact that this the type like Sam Raimi isms were even able to show up in an MCU movie is a really good thing to celebrate because it means that they're allowing what you were saying, Kalen, of like this tour style of like bring in people to do it. It reminds me of a, like you bring in a famous person to write a comic book limited series for a character. Right. And it's either going to be the best thing you ever read. Cause you like love that person writing it and you love the character or it's gonna be the worst thing you ever read. Cause you're like, this is the character that I usually read. It's really interesting. Do you remember you've read this probably Ryan? Remember uh fantastic four, one, two, three, four that Grant Morrison wrote and Jay yeah. Lee drew. Yeah. People, a lot of people hated it because oh, it really? implied the solicitations or the description implied that the reason why Sue Storm was so attracted to Namor is because he reminded her of her brother. And there was this oh, like God. like weird incest stuff. And then everybody focused in on that. But the comic barely dealt with that. It was just like a character study. Because it was too hot to handle. It was too <laughs> hot to handle and too cold to hold. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I... Uh, I, I do agree with everything you said, Adam. I, I'm just curious, what was Sam Raimi's last movie before this one? Because it wasn't Drag Me to Hell. He did something in no, between. There was something else, and I and I, I heard it didn't get very good reviews. Oh, uh, it was. It had a weird name. I went and looked it up because I was like, "What is he?" It's, you know what I I think about because he did the Spider Man movies and he didn't really layer in the thickness of his uh, directing uh, with those movies. Like it wasn't as heavy handed as this. Uh, I think you need to go back and watch uh, Spider-Man uh, 3. And watch Spider-Man 2. And 3, was, know, 3 but, was the one that had the most studio but, interference too. But there's not too. zombies coming out of the ground and just hear what, what, what was I watching then? I mean he's done a lot. He's actually doing Uma which I just realized with Sandra Oh which I'm excited to see. Oh, yeah. But he did Don't Breathe and Don't Breathe. That actually was what brought me back to Sam Raimi like where I'm like okay. he's got the good balancing act of and I will say again what i like this was more horror than i was expecting especially after i was pissed that scott derrickson was taken off because he had done sinister before he did dr strange one so it was like kind of like in a weird venn diagram of like no don't take that director off this potential film that's going to involve horror and be a sequel to dr strange but um 
I think it kind of generally worked out because it was actually more, it was more horrific than I thought it would be, but it was also very ho- saccharine Hollywood horror of like, yeah. you're in a haunted house kind I'm, of thing. I'm just imagining, I know we're talking about the multiverse, but I'm imagining an alternate earth where, um, uh, what's his face was able to direct Ant-Man, the guy that's got Pilgrim. Why can't, oh, I, think, yeah. uh, why can't I think of his name? That's Edgar, exactly Edgar, Edgar Wright. Yeah. And like, and people would have been like, oh, this doesn't feel right. This feels like it's you're not totally, really like, totally you know, right. yeah, like <laughs> totally. Thanks. Uh, it's not like really like fitting in with like what Marvel's trying to do. And that was still like phase two, I think, of of the MCU. So um, I'm glad that Marvel has decided to like push the envelope, even if it's not a completely successful or coherent vision Maybe it's yet. that it's the it's a sequel to a character I well I liked. I think that if like if. It was the introduction of a new character, and you had this wackiness. I think that's a fun kind of element to add that yeah. maybe would bleed into more of the movies. Like, there's some of the Edgar Wrightisms that still stick with Ant Man that I really enjoy. So, I know we're not going to get into this debate, but I know you really, really like the first Doctor Strange. I didn't like it that much, but I, I liken it to like the first and second Thor, and then what we got with Ragnarok. Sure. Because like the first, the first yeah. Thor was fine. The second one was the worst of the MCU movies, right. and then the third one was so. It wasn't perfect. There was some like jokey stuff that didn't completely work for me in Ragnarok, yeah. but it was such a departure in a good way. And it was a fun, I had fun watching Ragnarok in the same way I had fun watching the Multiverse of Madness. I would say the jump, I actually, I agree with both of you because I'm kind of sad there wasn't a bit more grounding for Strange in his own platforms yeah. before everything. But I, because you had Infinity War and because you had uh, No Way Home, mm-hmm. that at least you got enough of a strange character to be like, okay, now we can turn it up or tweak it a little bit or change the style of his movie. But I would agree that I think it is, it's a pretty big swing to go from Dr. Strange one to this. If that's like, Oh, this is the person that the I biggest, enjoy. In the the biggest swing deal. though is that they think Spider-Man. that they think that they can pull off that stupid hair piece for Dr. Strange. Oh God. Well, it does his it hair work? Too. Yeah. That hair is, it's, it looks it's plastic. Our, our hair technology is top of the line. I know. What's if crazy Gregor's though is taught us anything. Like, do a lace front that looks real. Seriously, for but the evil, sake. the evil, not evil strange, but the strange who was trying to steal America's power at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like, like that, strange. but that looked seemed great. Like the whole like tied the, the defenders ponytail. look. Oh, yeah, the ponytail yeah. works. The stupid like glued on quaff that just like sits <laughs> yeah. like a brick especially on top of at his the head. wedding oh. for Christine's wedding I was like <laughs> what, what is happening Girl, with this hair some, yeah get some what is it just for men like yeah. dye that fucking hair he, bitch it looks yeah. crazy he yeah. could change the color of water into wine and then <laughs> but can't get a right dye yeah. for his hair <laughs> well that's really tough but uh, going back to what you were saying about like the sort of the departure in style you've mentioned this on podcast before Adam it's like where like the MCU has now evolved so much that it's like a comic book universe where you have different creators offering their own interpretation of characters that we know and love and and sometimes there's going to be a little bit of like that kind of cognitive dissonance yep. as long as the characters are still themselves like I'm okay with it being different like the third one shouldn't I'm hoping is not a Sam Raimi movie right. I'm hoping it's another interpretation or another horror no, director it'll probably be him again <laughs> I no, but yeah, I yeah, agree yeah, with right. you 100% because that was the whole thing of even Wanda's journey which like We've read literally on our podcast like bit comic series or like think of like Travel Magneto or even like more other things where like and again, ten ten lives of woman, ten deaths of woman is like you can like just take one series and magically twist a character. It doesn't mean that like that wasn't all built up. It didn't make sense. And I again, I still I love that she was the villain because it created a actual working system where she yeah. got to travel with Wong to Wonder Girl Mountain. Like there were so many better oh, things that, that got road to evolve. Trip was fun. <laughs> yeah, those two together. Yeah, I kind of wanted more yeah. of their like buddy comedy uh, cop. Like I, yeah, it's a little uh, Spencer and. 
Well, it's like I do. I Tracy do feel Hepburn. like Wong was slightly under. He was like bounced around a lot, which sucked because I like also, really like him. Only in terms of Wong, he seemed he is the sorcerer supreme, but he is just using that one little <laughs> that one little gold whip yeah. the entire time. Stephen yeah. is and literally dreamwalking, transplanting into bodies, I turning know. dead people and into he's capes. Doing all these other crazy. Spells. So you're saying Wong failed up? Is that what you're saying? In yeah. corporate speak. Well, it's you know when you get too high up, you're not delegating correctly. We've yeah. seen that with the warriors that show up. Yeah, but I, for sure. And then we've seen it with his powers. He's not really testing. But I do agree with. I do agree that frustrated me for that character. Like I appreciate that they kind of all they could do with him really was like. Oh, you'll get the bow at the end, and that'll confirm that you're really there. And yeah. I appreciate that they actually gave him some level of story, but it was frustrating that like he didn't really talk to an activated student. Like they could have done more to build out his character, and I think add a lot more value because I I like how much they're making like making him raise rise up yeah. as opposed to just sort of being the sidekick. But to your point, the fact that the only thing you can keep doing is summoning fucking swords, like come on, bitch. <laughs> can we talk a little bit more about? Um, go ahead. Well, I wanted to talk about the Illuminati. Oh, oh, I was gonna. Yes. Before we get into that, can we just talk a little bit about America Chavez for one quick yes. second? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad that they yeah, the definitely spotlight. showed uh, her, uh, like her moms, and like we had that yeah. scene. But like America Chavez is also queer in the comics, yeah. and they made little to no reference about that. Which where, made me, where would you have put that in? I I don't know. Or saying maybe like referencing like a girlfriend, referencing or saying what's her face is hot. <laughs> uh, well, Palmer's who, hot. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, yeah. She could be, or like, it's literally, like, even or Scarlet like, Witch. Even seeing Wanda, like, she could be like, "Wow, that hot woman's pissed." She's yeah, like, it's just like, "Wow, she's hot, but she's crazy. Wow, she's yeah. hot for a mother." <laughs> I know she's mad at me. She's a milf. She's yeah. so pretty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That I would have liked to see that. Um. Can we talk about that scene? So in that that those terrible memory scenes, yes. which were so wonky. Yeah. Um. Plot device. Yeah. Let me step on this and remember. Also, something. it's free. They're like, "We give it to you a discounted price, yeah. which means nothing." I, like, I, got, I was like, "I got ego." the living planet vibes like here's all the women i've banged correct like that same graphic kind of thing you're like Ugh. yeah we see um <laughs> the scene was five seconds long where it was like yay i have moms then she gets stung by a bee and they get <laughs> ripped that's the story of your life <laughs> <Rip>. <laughs> hey i have two healthy moms that are still with you like, yeah. i got stung by a bee it's time to get drunk like you I mean, would summon an interdimensional portal honestly you're allergic to you know it's, I'm your, allergic. it's your super villain origin story <laughs> yeah. Ryan Krell. it's just so wild but you wanted to do it you called the bo <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end for him to justify and be like you know what? And that still got you here. And you're like, no, but my moms were ripped into a fucking other dimension. So you're allowed to be mad. Well, just to tag on to that. Don't listen to Dr. Strange. That was the world's longest fucking you got this speech at the end of the movie I've ever oh seen in my entire my life. Oh, God. Fucking and, Christ. And I'm yeah, sorry. That was, oh, that was is, tough. You had this in you all along. Fuck you. How about learn something for real? I don't need to see zombie face giving the motivational <laughs> speech. Either. I disagree with that. They, okay, I they needed to clean well. that up uh, yeah. a little bit. No, I think that clean even, it. I think up. that it would be even better if, as he was talking, his actual jaw fell off. Yeah, and then he's, he's like, like, "Excuse you me, do it. You do it. I actually like that. Uh, yeah, I, I was. <laughs> like, you seem to love Sam Raimi style. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are things that I really enjoy, and yeah. then there's so much garbage. I was only laughing because they were like, "We're gonna keep it in," and mainly because they're having so much shit. Like Disney's having so much shit elsewhere that they're like, "We." 
have to keep gay stuff in and really like pretend we're actually really about gay rights. Oh, they they support gay rights. They sucked two moms. No, it's like, am I ally? Like <laughs> but, the meme. Yeah, but then at my favorite is at the end. They like yeah. Instead of going like your moms would be proud, he's like your parents would be proud because they knew that they could just cut out one segment if they had to, and then they're like, we're not cutting it. Yeah, I they know. they just that actually that star that sucks the gays out. <laughs> That is, that is that is Disney's editing process. Conversion therapy and in the multiverse. Star Wipe. Oh no! Oh no! I hate that. Oh my, oh my god! god. But you did the but, same thing but, with Buzz Lightyear. But it's yeah. only. A, but to your point, it's like only a deeper behind the scenes curtain of the fact, or like like talking about that America didn't even recognize or commit to expressing her queerness is exactly like, well, great. We could never have her multiple times refer to queerness. It's got to be the parents and that's it. And then we can cut it out. Like it's obvious. They're still building this movie are or we, movies to do these things. Are we excited to see her again? I liked, her I liked her. I, I thought the actress so. was fun. She's really cute. The powers are great. Uh, I think she was an okay actress. She wasn't the best, um, but I'm glad that she's there. I'm glad we've got some representation from, you know, Latinx uh, individuals as well. Hopefully some more queer representation. And obviously we can't get young Avengers without her. So I think the that for her character, yeah, it was a little bit, I think, muted given what she's like in the comics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think she did have some decent comedic timing, a lot quieter. But the great thing that I'm excited about for her is that she's got a lot of room to develop and grow so that she can be. A right. different person, and you can actually watch this character. I think you'll see time. that confidence later too. So I think, yeah, be- I think that's good actually. Because it was, yeah, I think to your point, because it was an intro- it wasn't a, it wasn't like they're like coming this fall. It's going to be America Chavez TV show. I think they were like, let's introduce this character, and then by the time she comes back, we'll have a bigger vision on who the character really is. Like I think she's like mm-hmm. she's like a fun little scampy like talk about it. I Already did want her to have scam- power. scampy. Like, scampy? Like, are you a Red Lobster? What's <laughs> happening here? No, I could go like for a shrimp scampy right now. Yeah. Scamp- it's, um, Real quick question: How long does it take to suck out her goddamn powers? Because it's oh, all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're doing it fast. Sometimes they're doing it yeah. slow. How long does it take to suck that girl dry? It's a rhetorical question. It's a rhetorical. I, I do my the way I chalked that up was having the book Plot. in some way makes it easier because it's like portable than having a room that does the same thing. Oh, yeah. um, the original Darkhold versus yeah. like the reprint. But By the way, the mass market version. Okay. okay. Big bets, big bets. What were the reshoots? Because there was a lot of reshoots right before the movie. Um, The first part of the. Everything in the tail end was a reshoot, I think. Really? I think yeah. a lot of the Illuminati stuff was reshoot, reshot, which yes. is. Yes. I, right. I think they were trying to hold off as long as possible on uh, shooting that stuff. Yeah. I assumed right. anything that, when there were a lot of them, anything that showed the camera. Like where someone's face filled up the entire camera, particularly even that like fucking rallying speech for America. I'm like, I feel like they rewrote and reshot that or something because I'm like, everything was so zoomed in on people when they talked instead of like full on like experience. Yeah. Like there was so it. I do think they're. I'm assuming. I'd love to really know. I hope they release what they were because I'm like, if it was that, then I'm like, ooh, that really did hurt the movie because they, there was so much reuse of like strange camera angles of faces that yeah. I'm like, this is garbage. I think they also had to reshoot all the scenes with uh, Christine Palmer because they're like, we need her to have awful red hair. Yeah, redder, redder, <laughs> stupider, redder. Um, yeah, let's, let's let's go to the Illuminati. Let's get, yeah, let's talk Illum- about that fucking Illuminati. Okay, let's, Illuminati. Let's, let's, let's go through the list. Let's go through the. All list. right, you got Reed Richards played by John Krasinski. You got Professor X played by Patrick Stewart. You got Black Bolt played by Anson Mount, mm. Peggy Carter, Haley Atwell, Baron Mordo, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, okay. sure. Close and then enough. Maria Rambeau, Lashana Lynch. 
this is the team of the Illuminati and the MCU live action 616. So I think the probably the most oh, really eight three eight the most shocking, exciting, whatever mm-hmm. was whether they would show Reed Richards and they did yes. as being John Krasinski. That was a big one. Widely rumored. What did you guys think of that choice? And do you think they'll stick with it? I think personally that these people are going to be a one-time cameo thing and they're going to recast all of it. I mean, we know Captain Marvel is going to be like obviously different. Black Bolt's never going to show up again. We're going to get a new Professor X. I think not, Mortal will be around, but who cares? Um, but like Re- Reed, I think, will be recast. It's the real question. A- everyone else isn't coming back, I, except I, maybe a Peggy Carter appearance at one point. Or right, and I, I do agree that I think that they will recast Reed. I think they just finally they just did this the for joke. the fans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and the joke. And I mean, I was also like John Krasinski looks like Reed Richards, but I was like, I don't. He was I, stiff as fuck. He was stiff as fuck, and for somebody who can bend in any which way, that's really weird. I do think the problem for him, and we've talked about this already. I think already on the, like this podcast, but in general, is like MCU movies are filled with hang on this thing, look at that, uh, scream, do that, like. That John Krasinski has done a lot of movies and like even increased his like profile on action movies. I don't think besides a quiet place, but even that was more the set pieces were real. Yeah. He might have been screaming at a monster running after him. But I'm like, this you can tell where there's a lot of actors who like generally just do real acting and like don't experience a ton of CGI, a ton of green screen, all this stuff. And they turn it I mean, we'll talk about Clea later, Shirley's there on, but I'm like they look like just robots where they're just like, uh, hello. <laughs> they're just very confused. They don't know how to yeah, like yeah. act towards it. Yeah. There's Versus a... like someone like uh, Oscar Isaacs, you know, who is acting against a green screen because it's with Literally himself. himself. Yeah. yeah. It was so good. Go ahead. Oh, uh, so with someone like Hollywood still does the same kind of typecasting that they do. And it's like, yeah, there's some people who have an aura about them that fits with a character. So let's just keep putting them in those roles. And I don't think John Krasinski has the Reed Richards. Correct. Like, I think for Reed Richards, you want someone like, oh, he's pleasant and warm, but there's a terrifying intellect behind it. Right. And I don't know that John Krasinski really embodies that. Yeah. And there's a way of like talk. You know how like when fucking Beast talks in the animated series, yeah. you're like, this is a smart person that you wish would shut up. Kelsey yeah. Grammer need- is Reed Richards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I need I need yeah. that style through Reed Richards. It's a little bit like there's also. Absent-minded professor. Exactly. It's got to feel that way. And John Krasinski yes. just looks like a hunk in the yeah, Fantastic Four Yeah, outfit. yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of wish they had redone the Illuminati and I don't want to rewrite the movie, but rather it'd be it's different done, versions. Of the characters we've already seen in the MCU, like a different Iron Man. We saw obviously Captain Carter. We saw a different Captain Marvel. I think all of that made sense. Even Black Bolt, ostensibly, sure. yes, has been in the MCU. Bringing in Reed Richards, pure fan service. Yeah. Bringing in Professor X with the fucking animated. My wig was snatched though. Come on. I know. I was happy to. We lost our minds. I was happy to. I was like, ah, but like, I was definitely spoiled because somebody posted the image of like the hand on the on the yellow wheelchair on the floating wheelchair. But the theme, the theme, the theme. But it's also they were like they've just decided to introduce mutants this way into the MCU without like any kind of explanation. We don't know that yet. I can't wait for that CBR article. The MCU just introduced mutants because Professor X died in the end. Three. I mean, I there's a certain sense in which he's the first mutant we've seen in the MCU movie. I don't know if I hate it because it's kind of like yeah, they're here. But we're not going to give you in the same way that the mutants came about in the comics. It's just like, I'm not going to give an origin story for them. They are just this way. I kind of like the idea that the, they're like, oh, yeah, mutants are just we, here. I will say Charles yeah, Xavier, number one, get a fucking watch because these meetings start on time. <laughs> yeah. Number two, 
And I, our last I member. think that's one of my favorite character moments in the movie where you actually get the kind of old school Charles Xavier, like, let's give him a chance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I liked I, that moment. I didn't believe that moment is the problem. It's like you've you have now spent all this time where your Stephen Strange nearly destroyed the universe, your universe, uh, by trying to stop Athanos, sure. and then and then Charles like, well, let's give this one a chance. It's like no, like the Captain Sensible moment to, is like keeping him bound. To be fair, these two are com- like this. This is a Illuminati of complete fucking idiots on the point that yeah. when. One of the most dangerous men on earth shows up on your planet to say, there's something coming that's even worse than I am. And they yes. go, no, there's not. <laughs> no. Like, it was like, you're the most dangerous, sweetie. <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck they is wrong with you, They were a little bit people? of dum-dums, and I'll give you an example why. Um, Sharon Carter just threw her uh, fucking shield at <laughs> Doctor Strange during a meeting. It was like the meeting just started and she just fucking threw her shield Okay, at him. okay. That's okay. just rude. Haven't you ever wanted to do that in a meeting when somebody's just being I really know, stupid? But you yeah. don't, and that's why this is run I bad. I could do this all day. This whole movie is about how things are run bad. The Illuminati, Wong. Everything is about how this shit is run <laughs> Thank God the Illuminati had a well between them and the stage <laughs> so that Mordo could be trapped there even though he has boots that literally help him jump through the air. Infuriating. And then, I, and then Doctor Strange parkours his way out. Wow, yeah. white man can. <laughs> that, that was a what? And he was never. He was not seen the rest of the no. movie. Right. He just got stuck. I thought that was going to be the post credit scene, like rather than the Bruce Campbell Hello? Like, super cameo, just going. Like, Hello, someone let me out of here, please. <laughs> That's fine. Um, no, I well, yeah, we'd be remiss to talk about the Illuminati, but talking about the extent of super murder. But Caleb, go ahead. One last thing about the Illuminati is like so in the eight. 8- 38 is right. Yeah. They, they had the Ultron like sort of like Robots. bots. Yeah. I just would have loved a little explanation of like who created them. Either if, a, a Tony Stark or they make it uh, Hank Pym, which is what we have in the comics. I, I suppose Reed Richards would be the one who did that. Mm. But that's what I think that's what the missing link of this movie was. It was to the point of I really liked that it was so fast moving and entertaining. It missed a lot of time to make little context clues that would have added just like a comic does. Like yeah. that's what's so good about alternate universe comics is they sl- they add one line that you're like, "Oh, that's how that Well, did you there. like that uh, as the robots are running to go kill Wanda and then the, one of their heads pops off and they're like, "Uh, Ultron program Please know that we're part of Ultron. Know that <laughs> Ultron Commander. Yeah. It was like so stupid. Yeah. Um, with with that though, like, we're nitpicking the one universe we got time within. Yeah. So if we got a bunch of other ones, we would have been. Give me. Well, why didn't I know about this? What? True. We would have not. Been the only happy. reason we, why we just want more. The only reason yeah. I would agree me, with you more. before we move on to is the idea of like having just random ass like high stage actors playing all these like random versions of MCU characters. It would only work more for me because as we started talking, I was like, it obviously doesn't confirm because they're like everybody there. This is just a random universe where these people exist and they look like the people that played these characters before. But I'm like, so the black bolt, the professor X, the Haley, like, I'm like, you see them so much already that I'm like, Oh, I can't not think that these are the people from those things. And it right. makes me upset. Cause I'm like, well, they were so stupid, at this, but it was just like, if they were played by a bunch of random idiots, I would have actually enjoyed that more because it would have been their no. death scenes would have been even better. No, the audience would have. No, I know. Though. I would just, but I was like watching Haley Atwell like die. I was like, no, she was so fucking good in What If. This sucks. Like, I like, she still killed it. She you didn't great. like how they uh, to confront Wanda all just stood there and waited for her to murder each one of them one by one. <laughs> 
I you could maybe say you what, could attack at the same you time. Can, so she was you, the hero because she was able whatever to. Whatever you want about that fucking scene, but that scene will stay with you. You're gonna remember that shit. It's it's the fucking um, civil war scene. The mm. like scenes like that come along, and you're like, this is such a fucking. You know what cool I'm not. You know what I'm not gonna remember. What seeing any stretch powers because <laughs> he immediately turned into spaghetti. Oh, <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti. Um, this is gonna go be a segue to like a, yeah, a yeah. last segment. Um. I honestly thought that the, the movie... I could talk about this forever. Like uh, we're doing. I, I could do, do this, this all day. day. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so I stupid. could do this all day. Oh, oh, I'm Haley McKay. Stop it. Uh, I turn I, you into spaghetti. <laughs> I honestly thought that the this movie was going to end with Stephen Strange, the 616 Stephen Strange, trying to seek out the various parts of the Illuminati for the 616 the to be like, oh, oh, we need this. Bitch, that would have been amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's, I would assume with the introduction of Shirley's then known as Clea showing up like the Terminator to tell him that he created an incursion. I feel like that's probably the plot of whatever next thing it is would. coming, right? How yeah. do we stop this? Um, we also, I can't move on from the Illuminati without going, what mouth? And then his head exploded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was, was good. cunt. That- we were, we were all like Wait, Clark, well, why is, Andrew and I were why screaming. Why she just always taking people's like parts of their body off? This, if that, she can do that. This is the problem with power creep in these movies. Cause that bitch had so many fucking random things that she could do at any time. And it's just like, I always have to use the head cannon. And I'm like, well, they're, they're so focused <laughs> That's on what trying to. That's called. Head <laughs> cannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're so like the, the two characters, like strange and her are so focused on their, like already doing like mental blocks to each other yeah so all they can do is fling lightning bolts instead of actually doing all the shit they do all the time when they have to like actually do yeah i mean i think that would have elevated what makes wanda so terrifying is if you had continued creativity and the use of her powers which is why the on the one hand i kind of like the idea of musical the musical notes i'm gonna go back to the musical notes Oh. They're in a way they are kind of runes. They are like a magical element that we have created. Okay, you don't need thirty minutes of it, uh, but you need to count like two minutes. It's a it's way too much because you also heard the score behind play the notes that were being written out. It was a lot of business. But, it was Fantasia, but, but keep adding that music. Like if they did that, like as, if they did that as one thing, and then keep like I think of the the fight between Thanos and Doctor Strange that they're trading different things back and forth as a show of their powers, um, that if Wanda was using that, it would right. have made her a lot scarier. It would have helped if the entire soundtrack of the like movie wasn't just... And then a couple guitar riffs. That guitar riffed, I lost my fucking... I think my brain broke. It took me out of the movie. Danny Elfman. Danny motherfucking Elfman. My brain broke. I was literally like... It took me out. I just went like delirious. I was like, this is either the best movie I've ever seen or like... The shittiest movie I've ever seen, and I love it either way. Because I kind of like, wanted more harpsichord, like in the original <laughs> Doctor Strange. Oh my god, the one fucking small uh, when he played the harp and the one oh small note. God. I was like, kill me! I hate this movie, but I can't stop he laughing. Gets so thrown hard. out the window and impaled. It was high camp. Wow. I'm in. Uh, let's talk about looking to the future with our third eye. Yeah, he's uh, got a third by eye. By the way, the dark hold it exacts a terrible toll. <laughs> oh yeah, I know it has a cost. No, like on the person who uses it. Yeah, I know it's the fucking. I'm you, it's bitch. Like one of the most evil things. Yeah. I got it. But you got a third eye. Give me the fucking book. It it did. Uh, it was a definitely an annoying ending to have the San Raimi horror twist of he's got an eye. I the guy's did, like, girl, this like is terrible, that. baby. I didn't like that. To end on that note, and then we wait a couple minutes, and then we see he's, <laughs> he's, he's see it fine. again. That was just a weird thing that he went he through. Put a little eye and, drop in there. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think it's hard to make an eye. 
on a forehead look you, normal. You were up in arms that it because looked so bad. because they had to shadow the eye. You started boxing the movie screen. They, like your eyes are recessed, <laughs> and so there's like a shadow that naturally exists. You start punch the screen. You can't. It, there's no shadow. Oh, to just put to have an eye, a, eye oh, yeah. open in order to make it look yeah, normal. That's yeah, that's fair. But I think that You're the reason right, why it doesn't work as a surprise. I thought a lot of um, sorry to bother you. Yeah. Uh, that there is the cost of you're going to get a third eye wasn't what I assumed as being the price <laughs> because Wanda Wanda didn't get a third eye from using the dark hole. She got her forever. fingers burned. Uh, yeah, I think it's just... It little, affects different body parts. She got little chocolate people. fingers. Maybe, yeah. You get an extra asshole, you know, yeah. like yeah. a three dicks. Oh, I Wait, wish. What if that? your eye opened where why your ass... Why do you ass- wish? Wait, but what if instead of your assholes, asshole an eyeball opened up? <laughs> yeah, okay, what would, yeah, what would be your turning power? What would happen to you? Uh, I think I'd get half of a penis. But vertically, <laughs> you don't have one now. <laughs> no, it's like uh, finally it takes half a it, penis. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it grows off of it like yeah. a slant. Um, it's like a tree. I think I'd have an arm, but it, it grows right out of my back, so it's just the most uncomfortable thing ever. Oh, buying shirts is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think my nails get real long. <laughs> Your Meg from Family Guy would yeah. become mutants. <laughs> yeah, Kalen, do you have one? I think I'd get a third nipple, but in the most awkward place ever. Yeah. You already have one, babe. <laughs> yeah. It's just like on my forehead, like a third eye. Where do we think the incursion storyline and Clea introduction is going? And can we also admit that Shirley Theron is a beautiful, wonderful actress. So good. Terrible introduction for this. So it it was. It, w- it reminded me a lot of the end of the second Thor when they introduced uh, Guillermo del, del, del Toro, uh, or Benicio del Toro, not Guillermo. Oh, Benicio yes. Benicio del Toro as the collector. collector. And it was just like... Oh, Guillermo del Toro. Sorry, not the director. I always, I always <laughs> fuck that up. But the it, director. But no, the Benicio Benicio del Toro scene at the end of uh, of Dark World was like, was this shot on some cheap ass yeah. soundstage? It looked so bad, even compared to a movie that didn't was didn't look very good right. in my opinion. It was very much you like that. that I do fucking hate Dark World, but like this reminded me of just like it was just awkward. The green screen didn't work, but I am excited about the incursions. And as soon as I heard incursions, both Clark and I yeah. like immediately like like you know elbowed yeah, each other. Yeah. Because we are also reading Jonathan Hickman's Avengers right now, which we will be re- releasing that podcast uh, very, very soon. And I do think then that like phases four, five, and six will lead up to Secret Wars. I mean, uh, of course, bitch. Yeah. They yeah. basically showed us an incursion world. It's gonna happen. It's yeah. gotta. The second that Clea showed up, I'm like, oh, I didn't know Charlize Theron was into cosplay. Like, her outfit <laughs> looked so it's heavy. So, so she shows up... Um, and uh, Fats and the Furious as a villain with <laughs> right. also a terrible wig. And so I think like... But you can see in the background is Doctor Strange from the portal she just got <laughs> open. And then Imperia Furiosa shows up as well. Like yeah. just make it... The Marvel Universe is about family. I yeah. gotta go. Just, yeah. So I think this will be the love interest. Obviously he marries her in the comics. Yeah. Spoiler, sorry. Um, but like I think this movie was about him getting closer. Over, yeah. Uh, over, Christine, yeah, Christine, and I like. Movie. I did. I they didn't do a whole lot with it, but I did appreciate that they found a way to just wrap that up. And I, I thought it was nice. I didn't care, but I'm like, oh, they and did I'm, a good idea. I'm glad she was more in it than I thought she was going to be. Agreed. Too. She was a lot better in this one than in the first one. Like yeah. she was, like yeah. she had a purpose. Like the eight three eight. Christine was great. Yes. Maybe my problem with this movie and like where to take a character like Doctor Strange is that the first movie was kind of about his selfishness and his need to control things. This movie was basically the same thing, but also a little bit about like what brings you joy, what is it that motivates you, yeah. 
And I don't think that they dealt with that in any meaningful way. I kind of like, I know I made fun of that line early on, but I kind of think they did. And it was pr- really subtle considering this movie is not subtle at all. <laughs> uh, is Well, you mean hey, Wanda w- climbing out of a mirror as a skeleton and then turning into a crazy bitch? Was it like, oh, this movie's <laughs> really subtle. taking itself seriously? Su- I do think the thing that brings him the most joy is, is control at all times and at all costs. And like that's why Christine even says you have to hold a knife at all times. Yeah. And then when she goes like you you held a knife and trillions died in it in the eight thirty eight. Um, I I think I think that's what it is. It's like they're there's I don't know if they're setting him up as the big bad, but they're setting him up as somebody who is willing to do whatever it takes to uh well, him, to yeah I to, agree to win. I yeah, and that. him not letting go is a thing. And then at the end she's like, hey, you look, you, you have to not be scared. But isn't this just so Iron Man? The only reason why I don't necessarily love it is like, isn't this Iron Man 2.0? Isn't this fucking Pepper Potts screaming yes. at him constantly? But like, I, it, it, I mean, like going back to like Hickman, Jonathan Hickman yeah. and Hickopedia, like yeah. this is a, a, like a through line of like these these men, these men are arrogant, mostly white men. These, these white men, men are dangerous. <laughs> these white men are dangerous. <laughs> they are arrogant and they think they know best even when they're being heroes yeah. and they're still fucking up and yeah. you need someone to temper them. Like he, like, like Tony Stark needed Steve Rogers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who is Doctor Strange going to have? Is it going to mm. be Peter Parker? Is it going to be Clea? Like who? Like yeah. somebody who's going to like temper that so he doesn't go over the edge. I think that the stories about that that Marvel has got on film about the multiverse have all been about when I look at myself across the universe, what is it that I have in common? What is it that makes me different? And what does that say about me as a character? The thing that I thought was interesting, but they didn't really explore, was all of the Doctor Stranges would have been different from the six one six one. They all would have they would they all would have sacrificed America Chavez at the end right. except for besides him. him yeah but there's nothing in him that reflects Hairs. on what does that mean about right. me as a character in the way that i think like loki actually realizes in the show that the, the things that he's pursued have been futile because right. he doesn't have a perspective you about, didn't have that character arc and you needed it yes i do agree with yeah, that why was he such a good person so if he like if he decided i need to make the illuminati for my universe the same way that Batman's like the Justice League yeah. is to stop me. Yeah, I think that could have been much more interesting. Do you think uh, it could him. have been when he was going through all the different realities during uh, Infinity War? Do you think that maybe changed him to be? That's a, a good better, point. I never thought about that. He already explored so much of it. Already. Maybe, maybe that could have. But yeah. didn't all the other Doctor Stranges do something similar? I don't know. I didn't ask. Paint Doctor Strange. <laughs> he did it. Paint by, uh, by numbers, really. What? lessons learned could you see being applied to future MCU always get your watches fixed (laughs) (laughs) but wait we need the camera's perspective of being the watch (laughs) and make sure to build it into every turnstile in a sewer to escape your (laughs) I think that one lesson is that you can include some of the the comic book style graphic horror in a way that isn't that is both brutal and not bloody so Black Bolt uh, you know, the horror of him is a bit more brutal with the head cannon exploding. But <laughs> if you look at something like Reed Richards, where they spaghettify his body, and then you'll notice that there's like a little Scarlet Witch laser blast that blows up his head. Oh my God. But it's not, it's not bloody, but it's still brutal and horrifying. I hope that they kind of include more of that. More death. Yeah. But like in a MCU-esque way. I agree yeah. with you. I was like, I, I love, always love I love the getting chopped in half. Too. And they yeah. didn't have to show that. No blood. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm but like, they I, did it. I know they she was. The, I know she was Final Destination with the the <laughs> oh, wires cutting yeah. her body. Well, it was like PG to the core. The the bricks like falling on Lashana Lynch, and then her hand just going. Oh yeah, that's how you know she's dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah. Uh. Uh, I know I mentioned this before, but you know, I when I thought that this movie was going to end with six one six Stephen Strange trying to like seek out the um, uh, Illuminati in the six one six. Yeah. It would have been interesting if he had fl- if he had become the uh, the Nick Fury. And then, like, he just shows up at somebody's house and goes, "Have you ever heard of the Illuminati <laughs> Initiative, <laughs> you know, or something like that?" The Illuminati. The Illuminati. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. We gotta stop that. <laughs> Last finale question: Is six one six Wanda dead? And how are they bringing eight three eight, obviously with her kids, into six one six? She's definitely not dead. Um. Yeah, they the, didn't see when, her body when they when the thing collapses. No, her hand <laughs> fell out of one mountain. <laughs> 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 when the thing collapses, though, there's a big. A burst of red, yeah. To the Scarlet <laughs> Signal, if you will, and um, turn on so, the Scarlet Signal. So I'm we sure need she's in all the Scarlets across the multiverse. Look up into the sky. <laughs> it's, uh, but I'm sure she's in some sort of cocoon in there. Wait, do you fine. think she's in the Scarlet Scarab? That was... Well, oh my god, I wish. <laughs> no, and also not to be this gal, but the, apparently there was rumors that she got signed on for like 11 more movies. So like I mean, that bitch great. is going to be around for oh, a while. Oh, good. I mean, not to be phenomenal. this gal? You mean contract girl? <laughs> I uh, will say Scarlet <laughs> Witch me. looks a lo- like Scarlet Witch version of Elizabeth Olsen looks a lot like Vera Farmiga. I don't know if you guys know. She's like the conjuring it's woman. The, it's the eyes, eyes and, and like the don't I think you know. elongated face, yes. I think, a little bit. But considering, like, well, for me, like, when Age of Ultron came out, like, I was not a fan of Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda Maximoff. Well, she just I, spun her fingers around a lot. Well, I just I just didn't really care yeah, about yeah. her or Pietro, and now she's become one of my favorite parts of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of an amazing she's character so journey and an amazing actor journey. We need to give that, like, I give that woman so much fucking credit for... Well, she needs to win. She needs you. to win. No, 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 she needs to win an Oscar for the 15 seconds of when her kids started yelling, "Mama, come over here!" Mama, watch it. Like her face, yeah. I was like grabbing onto people to be like, "This woman has experienced a lot of trauma." <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Even when they were, you having- think she she was upset that. Uh, two twins were asking for more attention. Come over here. Come over. Wait, come on, Mom. Do you think Elizabeth, do you think Elizabeth Olsen was upset by that? <laughs> <laughs> she was visible. She was visible. Ah, that's mad. good. Yeah. Um, well, so wrapping up, uh-huh. what would you guys, what kind of rating would you give this movie? Ooh. And would you tell your friends to see it? <laughs> where, and where you would you rank this? You woman in the lobby to I see did. it. I did. Mean, that's my story. Where would you rank this, like, just broadly in all the MCU movies? Because there's, like, what, 26 now? Where would you rank it? I would say it's not locked and loaded. It's probably it's definitely not my favorite. I wouldn't even say it's my top five, but I would definitely put it in the upper half because it is important. And I love that the risks it took uh, in giving, you know, a director his own style. I like the risks. I would probably put it in the upper half. Oh, Based off Ooh. this discussion, I'll watch, uh, yeah, but like not by high. It's not like, I can't remember what would go in the middle. Like 10-ish? <laughs> We're talking like 10. Like I'd put it in the same level as like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like it's okay, not great, missed a lot of opportunities. So, so this is like uh, what the fourth in phase four, and let's not count the shows for right now. So yeah. we've had Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, and now this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the first real one. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the, yeah, as of a continuation of a character that wasn't in like phase Three. Yeah. Uh, so I think that I'm going to give it oh, a rewatch. Spider Man. Maybe fifth. I'll upgrade it later. But to me, this was like, it was it was a cringe inducing movie. Okay. I am moving. Okay, mama. This is in the top 25% to me because this is. <laughs> 
that movie. It's twenty five percent of thirty percent. No, seven percent. The top twenty five. It's, it's, it's easier Adam, at this point. It's easier to do percentile for MCU movies because there's so goddamn many of them. Yeah. So I would say it's the top twenty five percentile. And the reason why I say that is because it is probably one of the besides Infinity War. I think it will be for me the most, and and maybe Civil War. Yeah, it'll be the most rewatchable movie mm-hmm. because the mm-hmm. lines are stupid. Yes. the sequences are insane. Correct. We're gonna get a so, high as fuck. That's to watch what I mean. This. There yeah. is so much shit in this that if someone hadn't seen it, you want to watch it with them so you can go, that's "Girl, fair. watch this fucking shit." It, it becomes Waterworld. Like it's like, oh, this is stupid. I'm gonna watch it because it it's is, on. Oh, think, Waterworld's boring. Yeah. I think to your point, this All is right. gonna this like we were talking it about. Is. We were talking about earlier, like five to ten years from now. This will become a relative cult classic of the MCU because totally. of how stupidly insane they took the movie. Yeah. But it doesn't make it good. But I'm still like, it's it's up there it because will, I'll remember it so much more iconically than every other it'll movie. Be Batman, re- it'll be Batman Returns. Yeah. It will be. A good test of a movie is if it stays in your mind. And this fucking movie has been staying in my mind for day, <laughs> like nonstop. Darkhold got you. I see your really third eye <laughs> opening. I'm going to say, <laughs> listen. This this Ryan, you need a monocle for that third eye because I know you're blind as a bat. And I say Aww. that as somebody who's blind as a bat, too. I would love a weird sort of glasses situation where it goes <laughs> all the way up. To- Warby Parker's working on that. I'm sure. Do you yeah. um, so I would probably categorize it as probably my fifth or sixth favorite. Ooh. I liked it more That's than... That's top 25% at yeah, this point, yeah. though. Yeah, I yeah. liked it more than Spider-Man. See, no Way it, Home? I did, yeah. I don't want to watch... I this don't want to watch No Way Home again. I would watch... But not, but it was a great movie. But I'm like, I'm done with it. It was fine. Like, it's okay. Is, like, it, is it because Charlize Theron said, what are you, a pussy? <laughs> and, then, and then we got a guitar riff and it's eyeball open. <laughs> the guitar lit riff alone jettisoned it from 50% to 25%. Tyler. I was like, girl, you're going to put this shit in a fucking 2022 movie? Sign no. me the fuck up. How did you get this past anybody watching that this It's is- not going to be an Avatar way of the water, though. Oh, <laughs> but what is? Okay, what did you guys think of the final, final, final end credit sequence with... Uh, Bruce Campbell, Bruce, Bruce Papa? Yeah. I thought it was very rude that he was making himself punch himself for three weeks. That's too much. Yeah. That's not funny. That's problematic. Dr. Strange That's is problem- problem- Yeah. Wait, you didn't like that punchline? Was that, um, uh, was that I'll start punch you right Just, now. I mean, obviously there was going to be a Bruce Campbell yeah, appearance baby. and it did, it delivered on all cylinders and I just remember the minute it happened, I, I was just like, this is what I want from a Sam Raimi. This is so stupid. Yeah. I, I think that it level of him- stupidness is fine. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny. I think Clark's response to it was very funny because the second Bruce Campbell shows up and they start fighting about a cloak, Clark's like, <laughs> the minute like it. he well, the minute he called himself Papa Pizza, yeah. I was like, sign me the fuck up. I mean, this is so goddamn stupid. I meant like waiting all the way till the no, very right. end of the credits, and, and then he goes, oh, it's over, and then it goes. Yes. It's very much like. Uh, Steve Rogers at the end of the first Spider-Man yes. of, of um, what is it, Homecoming and he goes like don't you hate when you stay until the end of this video and it doesn't give you anything really right. else it's like a little meta this but I enjoyed pers- it this is a person who understands ner- I mean he's been doing it for like fucking 40 years so I'm like yeah. this is a person who really gets it yes. and no, it doesn't always land because not always nerds are not like nerd jokes are not always funny but I do think there was a lot more pro than con yeah than what the fuck does it say that our universe the, the 616 universe has all the heroes who are the best versions of, of themselves, them. and also the worst. We have, pay, is the worst. we have to pay for food. <laughs> I know. No, we had to pay. They had to pay for food in that one too. Oh, because, that right, one. Yeah. that was a great joke. Yeah. I did like that. It's yeah, but in most universes, you don't. It tells us that our systemic systems are broken. Yeah, <laughs> it means you'll never be a professional chef except for our universe. Capitalism is wrong. Break down racism, <laughs> <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> um, 
I think that's any other last words. Anything to start punch out us? Guys? Yeah, we got to start. Work, yeah, this <laughs> whole baby. Get where can people find us in any universe, Adam? Find Homo Superior on Twitter. At Homo Superior X and at uh, IG. Get, I don't know why I can't read this. At Instagram at Homo Superior What was podcast. that pregnant pause? <laughs> this has been Pregnant Adam and the rest of the Homo Superior Pregos. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Thanks, Supreme Court. Partners. Yeah, bye, Pregos. Bye. <laughs>